Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. To friends in Christ, especially Jerry, family of Kay, friends and acquaintances, members of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. It is a sad reason that brings us together today. A hard thing to deal with. And yet, as we've learned recently, suffering and sorrow are a very real reality of our world, aren't they? We've had to deal with many struggles this past year. There's had to be much fighting. We've dealt with separation, with loneliness pandemic, with all sorts of difficult things. And at times our hearts may have grown weary, mightn't they? At times we've been exhausted, one struggle after another. At times like there was no end in sight. We can talk about the big picture of the world, but the truth is it's affected us personally too, hasn't it? Last few months it's been difficult to get in to the woodlands to visit Jerry and Kay as the pandemic limited capacity. Pastors struggle to make their rounds Families even, at times, unable to visit. Friends only by telephone. It's not quite the same. Not quite as personal. On top of it all, COVID. Something Jerry and Kay dealt with not long ago. Even though they both recovered, it still is a challenge. And now, just as we're beginning a new year, as we hope to be turning the corner, more of the same. Loss. Weeping. Sorry. A grandma, a wife, a mother, friend, a Christian, gone from this world. All these things are hard. All of these things are a result of the sin that is in our world. God created the world in the beginning. He made it perfect, holy, very good. And our sin has infected it, casting a dark shadow upon everything within this world, making our lives hard to live. And sin one day will lead to our own inevitable death. And it hurts. It's hard. 
We know that directly today. It is, as we just sang in the words of that last hymn, see earth in darkness lying, the heathen nations dying in hopeless gloom and night. That's the world we live in, that we deal with. That's our reality, a reality we know all too well this day. That's why we come here on this day to mourn. Not as others do who have no hope, but to mourn with the very hope and blessings and promises of God here in God's own house. We leave the darkness of the world and come into God's marvelous light. We celebrate that especially on this day in the life of the church, Epiphany, the day when the reality of Christ crucified and risen to take away all our sin is made known, is revealed, shines forth into the darkness of our world as a beacon of hope. Today, in the face of the darkness of the world, God would have us see Jesus. You see, God knew the reality of our world. He knew that it was a place of suffering because of our sin. He knew the challenges that we would face, the sorrows that we would feel. He even knew the day of our deaths, the days of our suffering. But God did not just abandon us in the darkness of our sin. He didn't just forget about us. He didn't look the other way and pretend like there was no problem. He gave us a gift. He remembered us. His love for us is not just some past thing that grows dim with age and time. His love is still here now. He remembers us. We are, after all, as the Old Testament lesson says, engraved in his hands, engraved in the palms of his hand, engraved forever with nails that held Jesus to the cross even as the world mocked him, even as he suffered for our sin, even as he died and bled as the sacrifice for us. He remembered us. And he earned our salvation, our forgiveness, our hope, 
He shone a light upon us that we might be rescued from the darkness of our sin. And every sin was forgiven by the blood of Jesus. Every sin taken away by his crucifixion, his death, and his resurrection. That's why with his last breath, he shouts, it is finished. A word of hope that pierces our gloom. Christ does not remain dead, but he raised from the dead. Death could not hold him. And what's more, he is the firstborn of all the dead, of all Christians who have faith in him. Meaning those who believe in him will live just as he lives now. That promise, that gift has been given to us in the waters of holy baptism. We were clothed with his righteousness, with his life, promised to live, to be raised on the last day. Where Jesus has gone, through death and into life, we now follow after. We will be raised. Our dear friend Kay will be raised, will live forever, world without end, because of Jesus. On the last day, he will raise all the dead and give eternal life to all who believe in his name. This is his promise. It's a promise he makes in our gospel lesson for today. In my father's house, Jesus says, are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Dear friends in Christ, just a few days ago, Christ came and took Kay's soul to be with him in his kingdom. And on the last day, he'll come back with that soul, raise her body, combine the two together so that she may live bodily with him forever. That's our Christian faith. That's our hope. That's the thing we are certain of. Yes, we may be certain the faith that God gave to Kay was strong. She knew what her Lord Jesus had done for her, how her sins had been forgiven. Just about a week ago, I had the opportunity to visit her a little while before she passed away. And at that visit, she was able to confess that faith not speaking like we did a few minutes ago with the words of the creed, not singing like we have done the hymns of the church, 
But in a very simple way, she confessed her faith all the same with her eyes. As God's word was read, her eyes were glued to my face, hanging on every word that was spoken, words that promised where she was going to God's kingdom, words that we heard read not long ago in our epistle lesson. Words where John sees heaven, a place that exists outside of our time and space, where he saw every Christian gathered together from every tribe and nation and people and language standing before Jesus and God in heaven. St. John writes that he sees Christians from every time and place, the Christians from long ago, the Christians from now, and the Christians from the days yet to come. That means he sees you who believe there in heaven. He sees me there in heaven. He sees Kay and Jerry. We're already pictured there in God's kingdom with Christ in his everlasting glory. Who are these folks? These are those who have come out of the great tribulation. They are before the throne of God. They serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter and protect them with his presence. They'll hunger no more. They'll thirst no more. The sun shall not beat down upon them nor any scorching heat. They'll no longer suffer the things of this world. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every, every tear from their eyes. Dear friends in Christ, Kay's eyes confessed her faith in those words of Christ. And as we hear those words, we believe as well. We see who Jesus is, our Savior, the one who has conquered death for us, who has overcome the world and all its challenges, who is the guarantee of our resurrection on the last day. He's Jesus, our Savior, the one who destroyed sin and death on the cross. Christ gives out that gift of forgiveness, life, and salvation freely. That's why we gathered here in the church. 
Christ gives his gifts in the waters of baptism. He gives his gifts through the preached word. He gives his gift in the Lord's Supper, the very body and blood of Jesus given and shed for you. It's good to be here. It's good to receive his gifts. Even as we weep and hurt and mourn. Because we know those things are temporary. This present suffering is not worth comparing to the glory of what is to come. Dear friends in Christ, that's our hope as we gather today. That's our hope as we gather for the Christian funeral of a dear friend, a loving lady, a kind woman, a wife, a mother, a grandmother. That's why we gather today to remember Christ's promises to her, to me, and to you. He's coming back soon. And on that day it will be as we sang, your heart will leap for gladness when from the realms of sadness they come from near and far. Your eyes will wake from slumber as people without number rejoice to see the morning star. Rejoice to see Jesus. Yes, it's a dark world, but Christ shines brightly, and we need not be afraid. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.